Welcome to Embrace the Spiritual Podcast. Join friends Michelle and Dawn as they share tips on how you too can open your heart, raise your vibration, and reclaim your sovereignty. Hear what they have experienced and overcome in their spiritual journeys while navigating this expansive spiritual multiverse. Discover how they transform their soul lessons from ordinary into extraordinary. Follow, subscribe, and share. Embrace the spiritual on all podcast streaming services, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Go to EmbraceTheSpiritual.com for additional content and a list of upcoming episodes. To book an aura regression or raw Reiki session, contact Dawn on her website, alchemy-sacredsound.com, and Michelle on her website at energeticembrace.com. Welcome back, and here we are going to be talking about earth chakras. And you're probably thinking, why does the earth have chakras? Well, just as our body has chakras, the earth also has chakras that we can go to to help ourselves heal. And little did I know when I went to Mount Shasta that I was healing my root chakra, which is the base of all of who we are. And while we're talking about the earth chakras, the places on earth where they are. We're also going to be quoting from Aurora's 13 keys because they are intertwined and they have universal laws that go with them. And this is the law of action. She calls it the 13 keys and the laws of the universe. And this key is held dense by building of fear, guilt, shame, which I know so many of us have those. We're fear about moving forward. There's just much fear constantly created through forms of negative technology within the lands that we live, the fear from the past. I mean, just think about all the negative things that have happened, especially in the United States with the fighting, the massacres, and senseless acts that really have no point. Um, it doesn't help that, you know, we have cell towers and 5G towers because they do mess with you. I don't care what anybody says. Wi-Fi in your house also messes with you. It's been proven. And they, they hide it. And I want to jump in. It's not a conspiracy theory, people. So for anybody that's trying to label it that, keep that to yourself. That is not accurate. That is fear speaking. I just want to jump in and say that. Yeah, it's true. They've done studies like even kids in high school, plants next to Wi-Fi, plants not next to Wi-Fi. You don't have to do the math to figure out which one is going to do better. Mount Shasta is the root chakra. It's the law of action. And it's transmuting all this fear, this negativity, this guilt, this shame that we have to get over to help ourselves heal. And which I like to think that I'm doing a pretty good job on, but I can always do more. We all can speak out. Now is the time that we should be speaking out and stop the things that people have been doing to Mother Earth, to everything. I, you know, I think about the poisoning that happens every spring. Right now, the lawns are ridiculous with their little yellow signs because it pretty much says, I don't like dogs. I don't like cats. I don't like animals. I don't like children. And most of these houses have dogs, they have cats, and they have children. <laughs> exactly. All the but things can- that are higher vibration. Yes. Yeah. It really is the smothering. And these lawns don't look any better. My lawn is gorgeous. I wish I could show you pictures, but I'm not going to. The plants are growing beautifully this year. 
We've done the electroculture as well on our property. And I have keys that are just, they're blooming um, growth. It's insane. We put them, you know, all around our property. We didn't do the front yard. That's more of like show for other people. We live on a really busy road. I can see the kids being like, oh, I'm just going to take this with me. Do you want yeah. to describe a little bit more about that? technology. I know that maybe something new for a lot of people about what you can put in your yard to help change the energy vibration and help with all this cloud seeding and everything else that's going on. Well, along with our shielding, you know, we shield our houses, we shield our property, we shield our land above, below, on the side. Electroculture, you can look it up. Some people say it's not true. I believe it is. It makes sense. Copper is a conductor. So why if you I put crystals on my plants in the house and I was given this sickly bonsai that my friend's like, I don't know if she's going to make it. And I said, I'll help her. I started, you know, I started with a crystal and she bloomed and she's, I've had her for two to three years now and she's gorgeous. But electroculture, you take a rod. I would suggest wood. I know some people do metal on metal, but when you mix certain metals, you get um, corrosion. Like when you mix brass and steel or even copper and steel, you get corrosion. My husband does plumbing. So he is just, is always telling me these stories of, boy, they did the copper and they did the, you know, the steel or the cast iron and, you know, not a good mix. So more organic wood and copper, you wrap it clockwise around and then you plant it in the ground near where you want your you know, your gardens to really flourish. So I have two on the ends of my um, pumpkin arbor. I probably should, could do one more because I'm not sure how it radiates. Um, I don't have the equipment that I know people use to read these. So I'm just experimenting this year and I will do more. I've got one in my garden bed, but I also do have... Um, a geodesic dome, which we're probably going to be tearing down because I need more space with what's going on um, with the uh, soil. And I'm very glyphosate uh, sensitive. If anything is next to a field, so organic field next to a field that has GMO crops, the Roundup runoff will get sucked up by certain crops. Kale, spinach are soil cleaners. I will react to it. Talking to local organic farmers, I can ask, do you have any neighbors who use organic, you know, or are they organic like you or do they spray? I have to ask because I can tell when we buy something that is not pure organic and infringed upon. And you can look it up. There's lots of, you know, Instagram, YouTube, Google is your friend. Yeah, I was just going to say that we'll add a link to our EmbraceTheSpiritual.com website for the electroculture gardening. So it's just one of many videos, as Donna said out there, but it gives you an example of what it is. I haven't done that yet in our yard. We just are doing some landscaping changes. So once we have all of our trees placed and, and whatnot, that's certainly the next step for me, I'm going to add to that. I wanted to add to the root chakra, kind of Mount Shasta and the associated universal law of action. The law of action is probably one of the most important universal laws. They're all important. But the reason why I say it's one of the most important is because when you coordinate this law with the law of attraction, 
That's really what makes the law of attraction work. Manifestation doesn't just magically appear unless you're putting action towards what you want to manifest. If you sit back and say, I want to manifest something, but you're not actually putting action to it, then the universe says, well, do you actually want it? Because you're not really doing anything to move yourself towards that. So I just wanted to add that the law of action is pretty key. And yeah, just always take action. Whatever you're wanting to do in life, taking action moves you towards your goals and your dreams. And it starts with you. It doesn't start with anybody else. You are responsible for you. We want you to take your sovereignty back. We want you to be the best that you can be and spread your joy, your love, because the universe needs it and wants you you to help everything heal. Exactly. And a good archangel to work with for the root chakra, Archangel Michael. If you're in the Mount Shasta area, Dawn and I had the privilege of meeting there. So kind of cool that this is the root chakra, right? It's the core, it's the foundation. And that's where we met. And it feels like we've known each other forever because we have in different lives. Right. So (laughs) we just happened to meet in this lifetime last year. So I want to move on to the next chakra of the earth. So no different than our chakras, our second chakra is the sacral chakra. The location on earth of this one is in Peru. So no surprise that people go hiking up into Peru. You can feel the energy. I haven't had the privilege of going there yet. But sadly, with the amount of people that go there, when people aren't pure of heart and they're with the right intention, I mean, we could probably say this about every chakra on earth, but again, it's been just negatively infringed upon all of those forms of abuse of sexual energy. Because as we know, our sacral chakra has a lot to do with our sexual energy. And this is religion, AI, sadly, black magic rituals, we won't say by who, but You know, as you know, there's a couple large groups of people that are doing these really, really nasty negative things. Pedophilia that's happening. It's government. It's superstars, the people that are holding money. So these people that are rising to fame quickly and just want that control, be really wary of those people and following them because they may have signed up for something and given away something of theirs to get that stardom and and fame. And sadly, that's where a lot of trafficking happens of children and adults. So just send lots of love to Peru. You don't have to be there to do this. You can do it from your home. Just really feel into your heart. Send the love to that area of the earth. Let's expose. Let's get children back home. Let's stop these rings. Let's stop the abuse. Stop the rituals that are happening with children and some of these horrific acts that are taking place. And just we could be on a soapbox just for this one topic. And I know it's very controversial and a lot of people don't believe it. Just because you don't believe it doesn't mean it's not happening. Again, this is not conspiracy theory. Keep that, shut it down. Actually look into it. It's scary. Who wants to admit that that's actually happening and that celebrities are doing that? These are people that we look up to, but we can stop it, quit supporting them, quit following them because energetically you liking a post of theirs, whatever they're doing in the background, you're energetically giving them that energy and they are feeding on that energy. So 
be really selective in your own sacral energy and how that's impacted on the earth as well. I would just like to add that July 4th, The Sound of Freedom is coming out. It's about Tim Ballard, who I've been following for a couple of years now. The man is brilliant. He used to work for the CIA. He left because he could not stand by and watch what was happening to these children that he came across in his operations and realized that no one was helping these small voices that were not getting heard. I follow him on Instagram. I don't remember the org name of his organization, but his name is Tim Ballard. He's brilliant. He has adopted two children that he saved. He's very um, faith-based and he is fighting the fight that we should all be fighting to stop this. And there are big times of year when this happens. The Super Bowl is a huge sex trafficking day. And I couldn't believe it, but if you look into it, it's true. Christmas is another one. A lot of satanic rituals happen. They have a whole book of, unfortunately, day, specific days that they want certain events to happen. Please look into it if you don't believe us. We are speaking from our hearts. This needs to end. No child, no person, no human should be affected in this way. And I'm speaking from personal experience. I live in a very small village. There have been trucks, vans, cars following kids home, pulling into the driveways, and these kids are scared. Their parents have not taught them how or what to do in this type of situation. And instead of calling the cops and catching these people, they call mom, they call dad, they lock themselves in the house. These people are not getting caught. I did have a friend who did contact the police because a van drove by. They were trying to knock the door down. The parents were upstairs getting their little ones ready. The teenage daughter was downstairs. You know, he yelled down, I'm calling the cops to scare them off. So he, they knew that there were adults there because you couldn't see that there was cars of people being there. This is real. I've known older women who are older than I, but good looking, trying to, oh, come and see our church. We have pamphlets in our van. This is not normal types of behavior. People need to be on the lookout. There are good people and there are bad people. And unfortunately, we are letting the bad people take away our sovereignty, our power, by letting them get away with this. I'm very passionate about this, being a mother, and I feel that this is something we need to talk about. And my children know how I feel, and they are well aware of what to do. So please have this conversation. Age appropriate, of course, depending on the child, but please have those conversations. Absolutely. Do it from a place of empowerment, not fear. When you do it from a place of empowerment, your energy changes. Be observant. Always be aware of your surrounding. It makes me so nervous and disturbed, quite frankly, when I see kids always having their headphones in, walking, riding their bikes. They're not aware of their surroundings. And, you know, have one in, that's fine, but always know what's going on around you. Be empowered, take back your space, go back and listen to our second episode, when we're talking about shielding, grounding and boundaries, like you can't do this enough. It's consistency, be safe. I wanted to add with this chakra, because we're attaching and discussing different universal laws with them. This one is the law of rhythm. I actually hadn't heard of this until we kind of looked into it. But the law of rhythm is like you think of waves coming in and out. This is when you know, you're not, you stop struggling, you stop working so hard, and you experience with that effortless 
ease. That's saying go with the flow. That's part of it. Do it with purpose. Like don't don't be a victim to circumstance or anything, but everything's flowing in and out. Everything has tides. Everything rises and falls. Things swing to the right, swing to the left. It's all rhythm. Music's rhythm. So when you can understand this law a little bit more and you're in that harmony, all of this helps manifestation too. You're, you're looking for things that are coming in and out of your awareness. So I just wanted to add that extra piece to the sacral chakra. And it's that rhythm that we need to create to get back to our second chakra and, you know, to support what is happening. Because once we start healing ourselves, we start healing the earth because we are all interconnected. What we do here, it ripples out in waves that if we could see it, you would be amazed. But I know from sessions that I've done, I can feel the rippling effect and I've seen the energies flow out. It is powerful. It's phenomenal. And we need to help it more. Let the healing that needs to happen flow. And once it starts flowing, things come easier. You don't feel like you're struggling. You, you just don't have, I mean, you'll still have situations arise, but you're able to deal with those situations much easier without any doubt. And you have confidence, really. The archangel that is the guardian of this key, the law rhythm and the sacral chakra is Archangel Raguel. And he's a lesser known archangel, but very, very important to help break through that programming and manifesting things. If you are in need of balancing out your sexual energies, call upon him and because he's really that balance of male and female energies, even though he's typically portrayed as a masculine, maybe from a visual perspective, but he's really good balance of both. Next is our solar plexus chakra, which is Africa and the law of free will. This key has been become infringed upon by slavery that took place in Earth's history within Africa. By stripping away the free will from these ancestors, it continues to ripple out through this time and space. Just think about it. Technically, we are still slaves. We have this mindset of we are never free. We are stuck in this job. We're stuck in this relationship. We are stuck in so many things. We are continuing this thought form. So we're not even letting our solar plexus heal and stepping into the law of free will. And I'm a huge supporter of free will. And when I'm giving advice, I always say, but you have free will. So you don't have to take my advice for it. But I would wish you would use the free will. Episode three, just saying, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. And I always think about, you know, because my husband always brings up our neighbors. Well, what would the neighbors think? I don't care. I have free will. If I live my life by their standards, I would be living a way different life. So why would I even try to put myself in that place? And I'm sure I'm going to hear about this later, honey. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but why should we want to live somebody else's life through us? We don't. We want to be sacred and sovereign at all times. And yes, being polite, I'm not saying, you know, I'm going to go out and do something horrible, but Sometimes things come up and I'm like, why are they even coming into this conversation? They don't live here. I love free will as well, because it's so empowering when you take back and exercise your free will. But I want to just put a little caveat on it that these whims that we have and, oh, it's my free will to do this. It is, but whims are usually desires that just arise spontaneously and they don't connect you with 
your maybe your personality or your goals or your life path, usually free will you're doing because you like the outcome that it is going to provide you. It's moving you towards your goals and and what you want to do. Free will is very empowering, but it can take you down a path that takes you off of your organic timeline. So just be conscious of that. Yes, you have free will. Sometimes you're not listening to your own intuition when you are exercising that free will or you do nothing at all. And again, that's still a choice. It's still free will, but do it consciously. I think that's the big thing with free will is do it with intent and purpose and be aware of potential cause and effect from that choice. Remember that you're responsible and accountable for every free will choice you make, not somebody else. So don't play the blame game that even though you made the choice, somebody didn't like it and there is backlash, it was still your choice. As Dawn said, don't do it because other people think you should because you're just giving your free will away. I love that a friend of mine texted me after listening to our free will podcast. And she's like, Oh, man, I wish I would have heard this podcast before I accepted this job that I really didn't want to do, but I kind of felt obligated to help. And she's, you know, made that commitment. So she's upholding her commitment. But it definitely made her think of the situation differently. So just wanted to add that about the free will. This also has to do a lot with the systems that we are, that are in place that we let rule our lives, like politicians. These people don't even know us. Why are they in charge? I ask this every day. I'm not Republican. I'm not Democrat. Why are these two-party systems ruling our lives? This is my biggest beef with the government. They don't know me. They don't know my friends. They don't know my family. There is a lot of black magic that is going on within the government. If you don't believe me, look into it. It's not my job to change your mind. This is the truth that I see. They want us to be dependent on them because they want you to think, oh, they have my best interests at heart. They don't. They're not loving. They're not kind. They're not caring. I have met many politicians and I do have a respect for them as a human being, but the games that they play are ridiculous. And I don't, I'm not a game player. I don't feel that we should have to play these games to get any place in life. Common sense says to me, if I'm hurting somebody, I should stop. If I'm poisoning something, I should stop. We are still in this game. Corporations are poisoning us. We are taking things because we're told that they're good for us, but actually in actuality, they're poisoning us. The pyramid Food pyramid that's supposedly government-sanctioned, it's poisoning us. Processed foods that they promote, they're poisoning us. I can go on and on, but we're not going to go there. Follow the money and you'll figure out exactly what's going on. It's what it all boils down to, sadly. And it's taking away your sovereignty. And once you start taking your sovereignty back, it's like a thirst that you just want to keep going after. So think about what we're saying today. Angel that is in charge of this chakra is Archangel Zachiel, and he's the sovereignty of God and source. And I thank him every day for helping me heal and taking my sovereignty back. And sometimes it feels like it comes on a little forceful, but I've tapped into these energies and they are, you know, Mother Earth. She wants her free will back. She does not like the things that we have done to her. This raping and pillaging of overmining, of using her as a a mule. We are meant to live sacredly and we over forest, we overdo a lot of things. And they're 
the poisoning because we plant GMO crops and then because they can't be sustainable with the insect population, we then have to use pesticides. There are better ways of doing things. If you are an organic farmer, you know. And if you do energy work, you know that there is a harmony that you can create with the insects, the rabbits, and there's also ethical ways of taking care of environments. We've been on a woodchuck hunting, you know, we've been trapping and releasing because I don't want that bad karma, but I don't want them in my yard. I love, honor them, and they're really cute, but they can't be here. Yeah. They, they're destructive in the wrong environment. Yes. And we live in a really small village and they're running out of space because of all the ho- houses that are here. So there are better places for them. And when we drop them off, we try to do it in a place where they won't be so destructive and they can live their life freely. And honestly, living in this village and with all the spraying, it's not a healthy environment for them. So they're very lucky that they're leaving this unhealthy environment and getting away from these cars and the poisons that are being put into the earth. Wow. Lots of healing. Like each one of these chakras, add them into your daily shields as you're putting your shields on, you know, each of your chakras and doing cleansing do the same for Mother Earth and and send love and healing to each of these areas. The fourth Earth chakra that I want to discuss is actually the Stellar Gateway. So this one isn't as much a chakra as one of the 13 keys. That's really what we're talking about, the 13 major keys which have some corresponding Earth chakras. But the Stellar Gateway is located geographically in the Russia area. And its law is the law of polarity. And this, I mean, no question, all the activity even that's happening now in that area, this key has been unbalanced really since World War II. You think of all of the violent acts against humanity that were conducted over there. You know, really, that was human experimenting on a grand scale. That's what they were doing. We can look back at that history. We've got documentation of it. Hindsight's always 2020, but folks, history is repeating itself. They're just, they're upping their game. They're perfecting these techniques to experiment on people through human trafficking. And it's it's been going on for thousands of years. So we've got the power of the internet, which is a double-edged sword in creating the problem more so than it's helping the problem right now. So standing back, doing nothing is subtly, I don't want to say helping, but it's not stopping the issue. We need to be vocal about this. We need to watch those videos that are exposing the Sound of Freedom um, movie that's coming out at the beginning of July. It's going to be an eye-opener for some folks, and it's going to be a little uncomfortable. But when you're uncomfortable, that's an opportunity for growth anytime we're uncomfortable. This is the time to grow. Absolutely, it's a time to grow. We signed up to come into this lifetime, which we're seeing such divide and everything, but we're here for a reason. We're here to break up these cycles and let's heal the earth and let's bring back love and that energy. No surprise, with the law of polarity, we're talking about that duality. That's what we're seeing right now. You know, duality, most people can visualize the yin yang symbol. And, you know, it's identical. That law of polarity, sadly, the light, the dark, the think of it as pairs or opposites. You need one to balance the other because we, we'd be unhealthy if we were all in one pot versus splitting between two. We need the harmony because when we can see another side of things, 
that helps us grow as well. And there's an organic darkness that has been corrupted. It's the inverted darkness that we're trying to overcome that is happening. We're not meant to have the, you know, these wars, these fights, these abuses that are happening in this life. And we're not asking you to like, you know, go out and donate or anything. We're just asking you in your heart, be aware of what is going on because it is the awareness that so many, I don't want to hear about it. That doesn't affect me, but it does because we're all part of each other. Look as myself as being part of you. I love myself. So I obviously I'm going to love you. You may tick me off, but that's okay. Because yeah. we're not going to agree on everything. Good to have healthy interactions yes. and disagreements because yeah. we learn and we grow and we learn how to deal with other people, other things, other problems that come into our life. And when we learn, we grow. And, and when we grow, we can help people better. We've talked about this archangel who oversees this key is the one that I'm closely connected to, Archangel Halal. And he is the bringer of light. He was Archangel Michael's twin and he's helped the darkest realms. They were interchangeable at one point and got his bad rap. So terrible. Just remove that from your existence. But he awakens those soul blueprints in us. He's the mirror to reflect back to you those ego things, those insecurities, those things that are holding you back from raising your vibration. So tap into him, learn about him. When you come across the websites that he's not a fallen angel, he chose to come down to help people on earth raise their vibration ultimately. And again, he's one of those beautiful things that has been inverted because they don't want you to know the truth. There's a lot of things in religion that aren't true. And I know people are going to be like, I can't believe she said that. We're going there. (laughs) Yes. I felt his energy. I just watched his channeling that Aurora did and I was crying. It was, his soul is so beautiful, so gentle. And we'll post a link because I think that you need to listen uh, to his story of his creation because he is really here to help us face our darkness, the darkness in us so that we can heal, that we can become better so that we can help each other grow. You know, I've said in a previous episode about the love that I felt from him, and it was overwhelming. I have never felt that before. And it just speaks to how much love that he has for us unconditionally. And we need to have that love for ourselves as well and love for others. Without love, we are nothing. And this is a time that we really need to show people how much we love and appreciate them. And it can be in a small act. But if you're thinking of it, say it to the person. You never know what it's going to do for their day. Just share the love. Be genuine. You're not doing it just to make yourself feel good. You're doing it genuinely because you want the other person to feel as good about themselves as you know they are, right? Don and I have this ability to read between the lines, see what's not there in people so you can see their true essence. People just have this shell around them that needs to be busted open in a big way. And when you speak from your heart, you are lighting up their heart with your love. And it is so important because there's so many people who don't feel love, especially it starts with your parents. If you do not have love from a parent, it's going to be harder for you to figure out what love is and what you should expect from being loved by another human being. And a lot of us have been in there. We've been in bad relationships. But once you realize what 
love is, it is like a bubble that bursts and just coats you with this beautiful waterfall. And I, I want to add that I wasn't always in this place of feeling that. I just felt the need to share that because we're not up on a pedestal. I used to look at people like us and go, really? You can feel that way about other people? But you can. But it takes work. There's lots of healing that I've had to do to get to that point. But I was there. So don't judge yourself if you're not at that place yet. But doing the small acts, it starts to become second nature. And that's really what it is. Little bit by little bit, the acts will become bigger and you'll feel them more. And that's really what it's about. Right. Just joking around with somebody. I went to the post office and the lady there had just done her hair and I made a compliment. I'm like, oh, I love what you did with your hair. And she's like, oh, I mean, you could tell it brightened her day. You know, we chip chat back and forth. And I said, well, you know what? I love your attitude. You keep going. And that is just an energetic exchange. I appreciated that something that she did that I could see. And hopefully she had a beautiful day because I was having a beautiful day and I just wanted to spread it with everybody I could. I want to share quickly. I know we're doing lots on this one because I think it's really important. A couple weekends ago, we were at a restaurant. There was, I think there was just four of us and we had a reservation, but you know, we wanted to sit out on the patio. It was a nice day. And so it took a little bit more time to get it. And we were just chatting up the hostess at the front and, you know, they don't always get the most positive experience from people coming in and, and, you know, demanding certain things. So we were being genuine, nice, got seated to our table. We had a really nice server. We didn't, we didn't do it for any other intent than we were legitimately being nice because that's who we were or who we are. Not long after that same hostess came over and, you know, we, my husband had complimented her too. Like, yeah, same thing like you, Dawn, you just have such a great attitude about you and your spirit and great smile. And it was a genuine set of compliments. Well, she came over and, you know, I don't know if it was desserts or whatever, but she looked after part of our bill because she was so grateful about how that made her feel. And the ripple effect, we don't even know what the ripple effect of that simple act of being kind. And I can imagine it because I've done it. If we, and we've been in the situations when you're on a retreat, oh my goodness, the interactions with the people there and the kindness and the helping, you're just like a separate but autonomous working together, you know, especially on the hiking trails that we go, you have to be because sometimes it's like, you want me to what and where and you want me to what? <laughs> <laughs> You have to work together. And if we all did that, how much easier would life be? Exactly. Be as easy as we want it to be. It's not hard to achieve, but you have to make the choice. So the fifth key is the throat chakra, which is Jerusalem and the law of vibration. And this key has been oppressed drastically by the Illuminati orchestrated negative focus of battles of the multicultural of religions in the neighboring lands of Jerusalem. And this is so true. I am not a history person, but the fighting that I have seen and heard of, and I really don't like to pay attention because I just don't understand why it's going on. It's like if you go with the Christians, we're supposed to love our neighbor, we're supposed to get along, but yet there's some Christians who are in the ego and they're just like, again, they want to take away your free will. You got to be careful because they say they don't understand like you have free will. You're allowed to make your own choices. But then they say, oh my God, this person scorned me by making this decision. And now I'm the victim. It don't work that way. You either 
love and appreciate someone. They made a choice. It might not be the one that you wanted, but they made a choice. And if it's not harming you, then what does it matter? And I, I was just thinking of a, a scenario of somebody that um, stood up on her pedestal and saying, oh my God, this horrible thing happened. And why are these people doing this? And they can't be trusted. But it's like, there's a lesson in everything. Are you going to learn from that lesson? Maybe they left your organization because you were doing something. And if it's more than one person leaving, there's a good reason that there's probably something that you're doing that is not making them happy. It happens in life. There's a job. You're not being treated well. That's why there's a lot of rollover. Just look at the situation in a different eyes. Don't play the victim because it just creates negativity. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this being that throat chakra, look at what's happening out in the world right now. We just had a few years of trying to be muzzled with, you know, face coverings, government overreach of trying to remove rights of speech. Law of free will. Yep. (laughs) Mainstream media having forced narratives and the social media channels, how many people, oh, well, I'm blocked for a week and I can't do anything because they just because they don't agree with what we're saying and saying it's misinformation. Well, who is playing God in keeping this supposed information log of what is accurate? It's not. And if God gave us free will, why would they give somebody else power over you? Exactly. So be wary, people. Not fear, but question things like this. Why is it being done? There's an agenda behind it all. It's not one-off things that are happening. This is a web of things that are happening And it's bit by bit taking away our freedoms. And one of them is speech. Really work on your throat chakra. Put a voice to what you are feeling. Don't worry about what other people say because what other people say about you is a reflection of what they actually feel about themselves. It has nothing to do with you. I like the saying that what other people think of me is none of my business because it's not about me, that it's all about them. So true. And we really need to heal our throat chakras so we don't get into these situations again where it's not going to be you don't have a voice. It'll be you can't think that. And if we think that you're going to think that, well, we have to lock you up. So just be aware that it starts with taking away one little thing and it is like a avalanche and it just keeps coming down. Once they get away with one thing, they see how far the envelope can be pushed. And the archangel that is associated with this chakra or key is Archangel Gabriel, is the god source of strength of communication, which is perfect because we do need to be better communicators. Think about what we're going to say or speak from the heart. So the sixth key on earth is the third eye, which is Pyramid of Giza. Kind of cool, right? You think third eye, you see lots of images where you've got a third eye image at the top of a pyramid. Third eye has been calcified, just like we see in a lot of our clients trying to take away our intuitive abilities. Really, the third eye, as you may recall from when we talked about chakras in the last episode, we might feel like we're just making something up, we're imagining it, but that is your intuition. And it connects us to our higher self and helps us see through the veil. And so really be mindful as we make these changes within ourselves, we're sending out the ripple to these keys. That's why we keep talking about examples of things for us to do in our day-to-day lives, because 
yes, we're not all going to travel to Pyramid of Giza and do healing there, but we can energetically do the work within ourselves and send that love and ripple out. So let's really have a look at what's in toothpaste, your water, as Dawn was saying, GMO food, chemtrails. Yes, they're real. So if you think they're contrails, put your own tinfoil hat on and don't try to place it on somebody else because you're the ones with your head in the sand. Pyramid of Giza with, with Egypt, there was disguising of black magic acts. And it's just, there was a lot of dark energy and density in Egypt. So we need to just really send love. The universal law is the law of cause and effect. I think that's probably a pretty obvious description of everything, free will or not, everything has a cause and effect. And always think of situations when you're making decisions that it will have an effect. Maybe try to feel into what some of those effects might be and just do it mindfully. One of the the guardian and archangel that oversees this key is Archangel Raziel. He is all about the fire, the sun, the sacred scrolls. So when you're really looking to recall those memories and dreams of your soul of the past and future selves of you, that this is who you would call on. And so he oversees the third eye chakra in Pyramid of Giza in Egypt. Yeah, I just have to you know add that he really will help you with, you know, call on him when you when it's bedtime. You know, he will help heal those memories those things that happened in the past and prepare you for a better version of yourself in the future. And what a gift you can give yourself if you're working on it now, heal the past to create a better, stronger you in the future. It's what a beautiful angel. So our seventh key chakra is our crown chakra, which is India and law of wisdom. And this key has been distorted by creating a sense of worship through ritual traditions and a negative programming towards gods and deities in India. Some of the entities pose as deities and are malevolent in their true nature, being negative alien race or archons or artificial intelligence. They feed off the kundalini rising energies that are found and amplified through these lands. Um, and it requires, you know, a constant feeding of energy. So it's through worships, through prayer, and it's not given for a good reason. You're feeding the fire and you don't even know that you're feeding it in a negative way. Well, and I think that, you know, the law of wisdom that's attached to this chakra is the negative programming that's happened around these gods and deities is that it's for the elite. And that's the programming we need to remove is that wisdom is not only for certain people. The law of wisdom is for everybody. We all have the capability for sending and raising our vibration and awakening that kundalini within us. It happens within us, not outside of us. When you hear things that, you know, maybe you need to go see some guru, which I don't like that word, but go see some guru to have you help attain something or, you know, you can only be this wise healer because you've done, you know, thousands of hours or something. No, that's not what it is. The law of wisdom can happen as quickly as you allow it. True. And we're here for ourselves, not for somebody else. So you don't need to go to somebody else. We can help you step into creating a place to help you start healing and get rid of the junk that has been added to you. But then you are in charge of that. And you're the one who makes those decisions. So start taking charge of your life and going from there. The angel that is associated with this is Archangel Raphael. 
his name means God source heals. And I work with him every night to help myself heal. Earth and the cosmos is his symbol. And yeah, he's just such beautiful energy. Um, I highly recommend calling on him. He's always there. Anything that has negatively affected you, he's there. He will take help you take care of it. And yeah, I've, I've worked with him every single night. Uh, just love him so much. He is beautiful. That's for sure. The eighth key on earth is located in the Atlantic Ocean, and its key is the law of surrender. This one has been disrupted. I'm sure everyone's heard of the falling of Atlantis. This happened because there is an imbalance of this need for power and intelligence and technology. They got into their ego. They were wanting more and more, and it caused a disruption this area became out of balance way back then. It was the same AI virus that we're dealing with now and the inverted matrix, that's where it started. This collective from the city of Atlantis in this area has suffered its stagnant energy, frozen in time. We're still healing. People are finding in sessions that Dawn and I do that they're healing those past traumas from their time in Atlantis. Have love for the oceans. We're not overfishing them. We're not polluting them. Really just send love when you're near the ocean. Put your feet in the ocean. And that law of surrender is really, I really love that because it's like being vulnerable. Once we can be vulnerable, we open ourselves up to growing. If I didn't become vulnerable and look at things that I needed to heal, I wouldn't be where I am today. And it's that important. Surrender, be mindful. I mean, we're not we're not saying this in, you know, unsafe situations, but surrender to what the universe is helping to provide. And the archangel that's overseeing this is Archangel Ariel. So I'm sure many of you have heard of Ariel in relation to the Littlest Mermaid. Well, is it any surprise that Archangel Ariel oversees the oceans? No, I think it's pretty awesome. She's the guardian of all of those animals. And she'll show herself in different perspectives, being a lioness or a mermaid guarding Atlantis. You can call on Archangel Ariel to connect your pets, to heal, talk to a pet. We just recently lost our little dog unexpectedly just over a week and a half ago at the time of recording this episode. No surprising that this is the key that... I am speaking about because it's a good reminder for me to call upon Archangel Ariel to connect to my little shadow that is no longer here in the physical. And I just want to add, if you cannot reach the oceans, all you have to do is touch water. Touch water because water always connects, whether it be in the shower, in doing dishes or hand washing, Water always connects. It finds a way. It moves through things. It flows. Send love that way. And I always think of, you know, and this is before I even learned about these teachings. I always was saying, we are reliving the times of Atlantis because it feels like it. It feels like we are reliving this. And how are we going to let it fall? You know, are we going to be triumphant or are we going to let the negative things that are happening take over and roll over and say, Yes, I'm going to let it happen. Think about that when you make decisions. I do not consent to that timeline playing out. We are here to not repeat history. You have the power. Every single listener that we have, your families, 
we all have that power to not let it happen again. Do not let the egos, the people that are money hungry, control what's going on. They are overstepping, they're overreaching, and it's time to stop. The next key, which is nine, is the soul star, and it's in Greece, and it's the law of evolution. This key has been oppressed by the creation of Romans' tyranny over religion, laws that further remove the growth and evolution of its people and gave further power to those who were part of their havoc throughout Earth's past history. Wow, is that so true? No kidding. And I think it's not common knowledge about the Romans' negative impact in history. They took over things in not a nice fashion. They should not be revered as some gods or some elite group. They had a pretty negative role in the real history of what happened. And they took a lot of things that were sacred and inverted it because they're like, you know, we don't like this. This is not feeding our agenda. So we're just going to take it and make it our way. So we can just continue this role of negative thoughts and thinking and continue our agenda. So this has been going on for a long time, people. They were kind of a search and destroy group, let's face it. And the archangel that is associated with this is Archangel Azrael. He who helps with God and source. He is the guardian of the law of evolution. And he's often referred to as the angel of death, but I like to think of him more as the angel who helps those going where they not sure what's going on. I think about how many times I've used him to help take a soul to where it needs to go or an entity because they they don't know that they've been duped and they've been living a negative life. And they don't want to do that anymore. And they need to be rehabilitated to be shown how to be a kind, caring, loving being. So I do love the work that Azrael does for us. And I'm glad that he's there for us. Absolutely. I, I like that you brought that up because Archangel Halal is they've got a bad rap because of the job they do. When we pass, who doesn't want to go to the right place and not be infringed upon and have your soul be infringed upon during that transition time? Absolutely. Let's have some help there. So true. Number 10, getting close to the end of our 13 keys. This one is called the Universal Gateway and located in Australia. This is on my bucket list to visit. I think we have a couple relatives now living there, so I definitely have some options to go visit. This area was really infringed upon and kind of disrupted. They've got a large indigenous tribes, groups of tribes all across the geographical layout of Af of Australia rather. We disrupted that through, you know, creating these cities and everything, tearing away those connections they had to the natural living in unison with Mother Earth, really taking it out of balance in that perspective. So getting back to those roots, living in harmony with Mother Nature, Mother Earth. When you look at Australia, surrounded by water in all of those four sacred directions, wildlife that is unique just to that area. How cool is that? We really want to highlight the law of purpose here because we all 
living a life of purpose. But sometimes we get off track. Don't judge yourself. But living with purpose is very empowering. When we can live with purpose, we're constantly co-creating with the universe and, you know, rebirthing and finding these new chapters in our life. So we're just, we're continually moving through our organic timeline when we're living with purpose. And think about how often you felt lost. If you had known about this, especially growing up, if I had known about this angel, I would not have had the trials and tribulations they had, but they made me stronger. So I'm glad that I know what's going on now and realizing that we are the creators of our life. And, you know, we do need purpose, especially our educational system there. It's not giving students a law of purpose at all. A lot of kids think, oh, I have to go to college. And it's like, is that really the best decision? I know kids who have not gone to college and they are doing so much better than those who went to college and they didn't even go and do their degree. Yeah. Now, I mean, that's exactly right. So many people have a degree in some random thing and are doing nothing in relation to that. So certainly if you have a purpose, you want to become something that requires a a designation or certain certification. I'm not talking about that, but we're just talking about doing something because we were programmed to do that. Everyone has to go to post-secondary school after high school because otherwise you're not worthy. I mean, how many jobs say you need this degree, this degree? Well, if I can have the same knowledge through my own smarts, I like to call them street smarts, and do the same work. Why do I need that designation? The other thing I want to point out with this is Archangel Uriel is the overseer of this key. And the reason why this is important when we talk about law of purpose is you can call on Archangel Uriel to help you overcome those fears, those you know stressful thoughts, destructive thoughts, things that are taking you away from your purpose here in this lifetime. Work with him to unlock those DNA things, your energies, kind of consider the intellectual angel. So we're talking about school. Okay, call on him to help you manifest those ideas, those creative insights when you need the solution, help you think outside the box. He's really great for that. All right. Our 11th key is Shambhala, which I had just heard about recently. So it is Tibet and the law of potential. This key has been guarded by the Tibetan monks since the beginning of time and is why they've been targeted throughout Earth's history. Entire temples wiped out and their teachings being unethically scavenged. Why is it that they... It has been taken over by placing binding control over the people, forcing them into servitude and not allow the potential of what these people truly harness to share and express to the world. And it's true. The Tibetan monks, their demeanor, their calmness, they are metaphysically so much more in tune with the energetic nature of our being. And they have been able to do things that we cannot. So I can understand why they are the law of potential and they have been infringed upon so much because they've created such a beauty of harmony within their lives that why would, you know, somebody who wants to control you want to let that happen? They have held true to their beliefs and teachings. When you think of how many people are going to climb Mount Everest, even if it's just a base camp and beyond, they every visitor to that area has to abide by the 
respectful traditions and and teachings and offerings to the mountain to her energy i love that they have held true to that and not succumb to the notoriety of people coming to visit that area. And it's easy to say, oh no, you do what you want, but it's beautiful that they have done that. And the archangel that is associated with this area is Archangel Jophiel. And she is the beauty of God and source. And she is the guardian of the law of Shambhala, the inner earth chakra. Call on her to see, find, and maintain self-love and beauty in its life. She supports us in thinking beautiful thoughts, in staying positive, as well as creating and manifesting beauty in our surroundings and our hearts. And I definitely think that Michelle and I have definitely connected with her. <laughs> oh, yes. Many a time. Moving on to the 12th key is inner earth. So I think this one's not talked about enough about what the inner earth actually entails. This area is UK and Ireland. I've been blessed enough to go to Ireland with my son for uh, golfing. He was golfing in the Irish Men's Open a few years ago. I just feel so connected to this area, beautiful lands. But when you think of the history of those areas, it was very violent. There's bloodshed, the armor and the the swords being used. And even to this day, still under control of those archonic negative reptilian kings and queens using monarchy as their tool to rule the area. And there's very strong negative alien bases in these lands. And because it's connected to inner earth, that's why they're focusing in this area. If they can get to the inner earth, then they've kind of got it all, don't they? They're, they're controlling what's on the surface. And if they get to the part that we can't even see and control that, then they have a bigger hook into everything. Let's face it. It's such a beautiful area. And it's so sad that it has this control. We need to kick this thing out, bring down those monarchies that are controlling just because it's in history. It's still programming and we need to get rid of it. Absolutely true. Nobody likes to be told how to live their life. And Ireland is gorgeous. I haven't been there. A friend was there. There's so much magic there. And of course, why why not control the magic that happens? Because if you control the magic, you don't have to let pe others dive in and enjoy it. Think of all the magical creatures that are associated with Ireland. Leprechauns, fairies. Uh, unicorns. Unicorns. Why? That's why they're targeting. So when you think of all of these areas, think about what makes that area special. It becomes a target. Anything that's sacred and magical is a target area. The law of grace is the spiritual law that's attached to this. And it's fitting. The definition that I found, spiritual law of grace, refers to the divine mercy that sets people free. That's what we're just talking about. These monarchies that have rule over people just because. Let's set people free. Let's welcome strangers. Let's let go of the anger. You know, Don cares for elderly people that aren't able to help themselves, the hungry, the homeless. Let's help them with love. Guardian Archangel Haniel. So Archangel Haniel, the person that you call on, or the Archangel that you call on to bring forth that joy and that 
harmony, happiness, her strength, her drive. And she's the overseer of magical creatures like unicorns, dragons, griffins, gargoyles. So no surprise that she is the overseer of this area that has so many magical creatures. True. And she's so beautiful. Love the magical creatures. They too want to live their lives and be happy and free. And because we've given so much of our power away, they have lost theirs too. And they are always looked upon in fear. Think of all this fairy tales that make them seem evil. They're not evil. They inverted it so that you would fear them because if you fear them, you're not going to want to connect with them. So it just makes sense to me why things were written, making these things seem terrible and terrifying, but when truly they are the essence of pure love. We will put a link to Aurora's website that we're referring to all these 13 keys, but I want to point out that she's got a great video on Inner Earth Guardian Adama. So I would really recommend watching that video. It's a really good descriptor of the guardians that are helping with that inner earth and it gives you a little bit better idea of what's going on in that inner earth. So I really highly recommend that as well. Right, because there's just so much that we can't see energetically that is going on. I just think about what's been happening in our physical world that I've asked you know help for, especially the last month. There's been a huge energetic chain exchange of things and been calling on the dragons and anything else that would help with what's going on because we don't consent to these negative timelines of harm being done to Mother Earth. So our last key and chakra is the heart chakra and is the cosmic and earth gateway, the law of love. Ooh, who can't? Ooh, who doesn't love love? It sounds <laughs> sexy, doesn't it? Right? Yeah. <laughs> when all above is achieved for individual self-growth, balanced and activated, you are able to connect to the infinite love light of the grand central heart of the cosmic earth and gateway. The 13th key, the inactivated 13th DNA strand. And who doesn't want to be activated? Who doesn't want to be at their best at all times? I don't know anybody. And hey, if I've got a missing DNA strand, absolutely. I want to be whole which we've already done that work, but you can do the work too. Yes. Yeah. You know, don't let us do the work for you. Do your own work. Yeah. It's really having the deepest love for all that is around you. Even those who have caused you harm, the being able to forgive them, like we talked about in our forgiveness episode, just being in harmony with everything. And this is how we ascend, is tapping in. This is how we work through the inverted matrix that we're in for those of you that aren't sure what that is stay tuned because next season we're going to be talking about the inverted matrix we're going to start blowing things wide open grab your popcorn <laughs> <laughs> only if it's non-gmo because yes that gmo stuff causes lots of issues <laughs> yeah not the microwave kind either yes and the Archangel that is associated with this last key is Archangel Sophia. And she has all the colors and all the elements because she is pretty much divine mother of all creation. She is found in the universal grand central heart, our sun, and is the guardian of the 13th key, the law of love, cosmic and earth gateway and our heart chakra. And so anytime you want to connect with her, connect with your heart chakra. And believe me, I've connect with her and so beautiful, so powerful. And once you connect, it is so easy to connect with her again and again and again. And she has these beautiful messages. And sometimes they come at the most inopportune times, but at least she's willing to talk to you. She likes to talk to me when I'm driving, which 
is really because I'm like, I'm trying to pay attention to the road, but I love having this conversation with you. So yeah, she's just so beautiful. And she's our strongest protector and even stronger than Divine Father. I know Aurora has done some pretty amazing channelings of Sophia and we can add a link to our website as well. She's just, it's so beautiful and, and that unconditional love. That's really what it is. Yes. And if you ever decide to meet Aurora, do a course, do a session, whatever, uh, her courses are amazing. She is full of that divine love, that kindness, that caring, that just makes you want to be a better person. I mean, how many people do you meet that you're like, yes, I want to be that person who just loves so much and is kind, caring and compliments you. Yeah. And and means it. Yeah. We've both taken all of her courses. We've been in person with her at two separate retreats now. She is real. What you see on screen is real. You know, what you see is what you get with her. And she genuinely feels that so wholeheartedly. It's beautiful to watch, quite frankly. Beautiful to be in the presence of. And she's always, as she says, this is not for me, this is for the collective. And that's why Michelle and I are doing what we're doing. It's not for us. We are here to help the collective heal because it's time. The alternative voices need to be heard. There's other things out there than the narrative that they've been feeding you. It's time to grow. It's time to blossom. It's time to find your power within you and be the divine being that you're meant to be. And we hope that we inspire you to do this. Join us next episode as we wrap up season one discussing what our favorite episodes were. Follow, subscribe, and share. Embrace the spiritual on all podcast streaming services, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Go to EmbraceTheSpiritual.com for additional content and a list of upcoming episodes. To book an aura regression or raw Reiki session, contact Dawn on her website, alchemy-sacredsound.com, and Michelle on her website at energeticembrace.com. Infinite love and gratitude. Thank you for joining us. 